Oh, that's a great start to your Sunday morning. Admit it. Sergio Mendez featuring the Black Eyed Peas in Mashkinada. And that's the choice of the JSB crew. Now it's time for you to start sending in your choice of big, fat, juicy songs that you'd like to hear this Sunday morning. As I mentioned, you can WhatsApp it to us as audio. You can also send it to us as an SMS or even give us an old-fashioned dial 011-714-2006. So do you sometimes feel like you're lacking in salt? And I mean, I'm not even sure what that would experience would be like exactly. I mean, we may be having it all the time. But what is the difference between organic and processed salt? And does it even matter? On the line with us, we've got Samantha Skyring, who's the founder of Oryx Desert Salt. Salt. Uh, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, good morning, Michelle. Thank you. So, Samantha, what is the difference between organic or processed salt? So actually, because um, salt is natural, it can't be certified organic. But I would, um, I call Oryx Dead Salt naturally organic. Um, it comes from a very beautiful, remote, pristine salt pan, 250 kilometers north of Appleton. So in the Kalahari Desert, it discovered underground a 55 million ton salt lake. So let's look at the science of it, Samantha. Let's look at the Mm -hmm. science of, um, you say that organic salt cannot actually be called organic salt because Mm -hmm. all salt is natural. So what do we mean when we say salt is processed or, and what is the difference? Not necessarily with the one that is part of your business, but in general. Well, so salt is used in so many different industries and they needed salt to flow freely. And so they process it and add chemicals, anti-caking agents and free flow chemicals yeah. in order to be, for it to flow freely because they use it in such huge quantities. Yeah. So a natural salt that hasn't been processed and refined like our extended salt, we draw it up from this underground salt lake, we sun dry it and that's all we do. We don't take anything away, we don't add anything. Um, so salt is naturally hydroscopic. It absorbs no, uh, uh, moisture. If you were to leave it out on your counter, eventually it will get wet. Yeah. So, so taking in a salt that hasn't been processed and refined and ha- had chemicals added to it allows the body to actually be hydrated because salt's then doing what it's supposed to do. It, it, it holds onto moisture and it hydrates your cells and your intercellular fluid. So even though it's the tiniest ingredient in any meal, it makes the, the biggest difference. And, and you don't take in a lot in a day, maybe five, five grams, but it is so important the difference in, between having a natural salt and having a process refined salt. Samantha, when we talk about um, how much salt we take, is, is there a certain amount of salt that one should take with, uh, within one's body or that one should take on a daily basis? And do we get it in certain foods or do we generally find that we take it through salt that we sprinkle on our food, etc.? Okay, that's a very big question. That's a big can of worms you're asking. Um, there are different theories. So, I mean, there's one cardiac surgeon in the U.S. who says eating more salt will save your life. And yet there's this whole other theory that we're eating too much salt. So yeah. what James says is the, the wrong white crystal got the bad rap. That actually we should be looking at sugar for a lot of the things that salt is being blamed for. The fact is, that, you know, if when you go into hospital, you get put onto a saline drip. When you go for a long run um, and you, you know, and, and you're sweating 
or you, whenever you're feeling dehydrated, you have a you have a rehydrate and an, an electrolyte. Um, so having salt in water is like having an electrolyte. So salt really is absolutely essential. Um, so what I found fascinating is people uh, contact me from all over the world when they've tried Oryx and they, they want to get more. And I'm like, who writes from the other side of the world going, where can I get your souls from? Mm. And that really for me is testament of the body's actually wanting more of this because it's so pure and natural and, and, and hasn't been, you know, so touched and, and uh, changed by, by processes that we do. So they generally say five grams, but of course one's got to look at how many processed meals are you eating because they generally don't use a an unrefined, unprocessed salt. They'll just use a um, a table salt, which has got the, the free flow chemicals into in in it. So yeah. if you're eating a lot of that, certainly have other salt that you're putting over your food, but just to be continually con- conscious of how much salt are you taking in within the meals that you're eating, that you're buying, and the ones that you're preparing from home. If you're preparing all of your meals and you're using salt in, in, in the preparation thereof, you're, getting, you're probably getting the right amount. And if you're wanting more, I think your body will crave more. So can um, I, Samantha, can I ask, um, you have a specific brand of salt. We've mentioned the name a few times. You are obviously competing against other people who have a specific brand where they are drawing. I mean, I'm thinking of Himalayan mountain salt and um, the Himalayan pink salt. I'm thinking of black salt. There's so many different um, types. Are you measuring the amount of sodium, for example, that is in yours comparative to others? Um, I don't generally use it as a comparative um, just because I mean, Himalayan salt is also a mineral-rich salt that comes from a, you know, an ancient solidified sea, and and, that's, and and Himalayan really has opened our eyes to the awareness of salt from all different countries and, and different types yeah. of salt. Um, and so, but I believe that salt has the right amount of sodium. Salt on every continent is put there because we need it. Um, so, um, so, so it. it, it of course, all salts have slightly different balances. So I don't go into the tiny um, molecular details of we've got this much and you've got that much. If they're unrefined, unprocessed, they've got varying quantities of different minerals and trace elements as well as the sodium. Um, Okay, so one of the great things about, you know, we talk about branding and, and there is no doubt that um, your brand, Oryx Desert Salt, has the most extraordinary story behind it. And it was a story that I was unaware of with regards to the Oryx, which is found in the, um, in the Kalahari Desert. Talk to us about that particular story, the Oryx, of course, being the Hems book, the Oryx Gazella. Uh, talk to us about that. Um, so I had a, the beautiful opportunity to do a five-month journey in Namibia um, many years ago and ended up walking along the Kunami River and through the Nama Desert to visit the Skeleton Coast if you hadn't been able to get a permit. And on that walk, I had several close encounters with the Oryx, literally within three or four meters. So years later, when I had the opportunity to brand this beautiful, pure salt from the Kalahari Desert, it was this masked creature that sprang to mind and became the logo. And after it, 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 I, I 
started branding the salt and, and had created the product, I then discovered that there are some oryx that can apparently go the entire life without drinking water, but they can't go weeks without licking salt. So the salt is so important for their hydration um, and for the minerals and trace elements. And apparently their hair is hydroscopic. So in the Kalahari, or in any desert, there's this, you know, the, at night time, the air is dense with dew and moisture. And so the, the oryx actually absorbs that moisture and dew directly into their bodies. And all succulents swell at night as well with this, um, the dew. And so when they're eating the vegetation, they get hydrated at the same time. So it was, wow, that's, you know, they're the perfect symbol of Sierra's life. <laughs> it certainly is. That's Samantha Skyring. She's the founder of Oryx Desert Salt. And perhaps you're listening and you have some uh, insights into how you uh, eat salt in your life, how people should be. You might be a doctor. You might be a medical practitioner of sorts. We'd love to hear more. And uh, what is the importance of salt in a life? Um, someone was saying to me the other day, uh, we talk about salt and use of salt. Someone asking now, salt and high blood pressure. Well, unfortunately, Samantha's not a doctor, but let's uh, try and get some more insights. If anybody knows 